Well, this week on the New Life at Home podcast, I'm chatting with Kelly Nicholas, our mission partner over in Japan. Hi, Kelly. How are you going? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Tim? I'm going pretty good. I've been excited to do uh, this episode, to hear about Japan and uh, the work that you're doing there. What's your day look like today? Well, Mondays often I have lots of stuff in the evening, but not so much during the day. So my... Um, meeting up with students doesn't start till six o'clock tonight. So I'm kind of doing a bit of study, doing a bit of preparation. Uh, yeah, I've just started another subject for my master's and th- thinking through uh, children and youth ministry and how that works. So, yeah, you might be interested. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. Any pearls of wisdom for me uh, in the youth ministry space? I'm only just <laughs> starting, so maybe, maybe later. <laughs> Maybe later. That's all right. Could you give us an update of uh, where things are at for you in Japan and uh, how your ministry's been affected, the kind of things that you've been doing in the COVID world that we're all experiencing at the moment? Yeah, well, I guess a lot of the things here are, are the same as in Australia. So, you know, all the uncertainty and disappointment of things being cancelled and not being able to meet together. Church... Uh, two weeks ago, we started back with allowing some people into our building, but most yep. people are still on Zoom. So we're doing both at the moment, which makes things more complicated than before when we we're just doing everything on Zoom. Although that's allowed for people who, for whatever reason, haven't been able to connect to Zoom to be back at church after a couple of months. So I think they were all a bit excited. Yeah, that's good. It reminds me that even though we live in different places in different cultures in so many ways there's a common experience i think that we are all sort of sharing with this and feeling burdened by i guess and that leads me into the last bit of matthew chapter 11 kelly which we've been we've been looking at matthew at church and jesus after having been rejected by his own people and pronouncing judgment the invitation's still there to to those who are weary and burdened. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it just got me thinking, Kelly, about what are the things that we feel uh, burdened by in life and what are the things that weigh heavy on our hearts and then thinking about your context in Japan, uh, our context here uh, in Australia, uh, from from what you can see and have observed, what are the things that really weigh people down? Yeah, well, I think thinking about, particularly about the KGK students that I work with at the moment, the students who are in fourth year are really struggling because they spend most of their fourth year at university like preparing for work, applying for jobs, going to interviews, all that kind of stuff. And that's all been really hard, like even more hard than usual because they're having to have interviews online and go to like information sessions and all that kind of stuff online. So they're, they're highly stressed out about that all. Um, Mm. They're less worried about, you know, their studies are much more worried about are they going to be able to get jobs at the end of the year? Um, Mm. I think the students just like, well, the students in our area, they just love getting together. Like that's, that's what they do. Like any excuse mm. to get together and hang out and spend time together 
and it's just been so long since they've been able to see their friends and they're just exhausted I think as well like mm. they're just because now all of their classes have now all gone online and some of them because again the universities are trying to make up for the things that have been missed they're cramming more into a shorter time a lot of them their summer holidays which are normally like two months long are going to go be down to like two weeks so I think that's pretty stressful. Like for a university mm. student to have two weeks summer holidays, crazy. I know, you know, that's not unusual for normal people, but mm. <laughs> for university students. And they just, just a lot of the usual pressures seem to be compounded at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I was yeah, thinking about this passage and about being those who are heavy laden. I was actually just reading an article for, for my studies um, about youth suicide. And suicide, obviously, in Japan is... A huge issue and the numbers are staggering it's something like 20,000 people a year commit suicide um, and those seems like the, those numbers have been going down but not amongst young people they, they're consistently the same and in this article one of the the people said you know once they thought about committing suicide they actually felt like the burden of all the things that were going on in their life was lifted and I thought that's just so sad that that's yeah. the only way that they can see out of uh, whether it's the pressure of studying at school or bullying is a huge issue here, both in schools and in workplaces, all those kind of pressures from other people. But really what they need to know is they need to know that Jesus is the only one who can take, take that burden from them uh, and give them the hope and the peace that they want. So that's what I've been thinking about this morning. <laughs> so it kind of fits in well. Yeah, yeah. So um, thinking a bit more about what what Jesus brings, um, can you expand on how Jesus brings that peace? Are there any examples or? Oh, there was, there was a lady in our church who became a Christian a couple of years ago and her response when she finally understood the gospel was, why has nobody told me this? This is fantastic. Like she was so excited. Um, and I think it, it was a lot of that because there is just so much pressure to conform to do the right thing and not that like as christians we don't want to like we, we do want to do the right thing but actually there's something that's more important than that and that's actually following jesus and recognizing that that he's in control that you don't have to have things in control that he knows what's going to happen so you actually don't need to know what the future holds he'll look after you and care for you and i think so that's hmm. Yeah, that you can actually just give it all over to him, and the rest and the peace that comes from that, it's just so different to anything else. Mm. Like there's so many other things that promise that kind of peace and rest. You know, if you have, you know, if you have this or you have the latest whatever, then you'll be happy, and actually, mm. it just makes you more dissatisfied, and you want the next gadget. I mean, that's huge here in Japan. I mean, it's huge everywhere, but. You know, I was, I know I was reading about recycled clothing <laughs> as you do. And um, I don't know why I was reading an art what, article about buying recycled clothing, but the thing like, even with clothing, brand clothing is huge here, but you like people will buy it and wear it, but then they'll actually resell it to a secondhand shop before it gets too old so that they can get some money back. And then they go and buy the next thing, which is like, I hadn't realized, but, like you go to a secondhand clothes shop here and the quality of stuff is amazing, but that it's like uh, with cars, you know, people 
sell their car before it gets to two years so they can they've got a good resale value do they have that in australia or is that just japan <laughs> yeah that's remember. a thing here i think yeah yeah, yeah. so you, you like you sell your car before it gets to i think it's about two years so that you get good resale value and then you get the new the newer one and you're just always changing um mm. and that happens here with everything with clothes and you know the latest device it's yeah. exhausting I, something that struck me when uh, I was in Japan uh, with Brock and Alyssa was the um, temples and the superstitious, you know, religious kind of token worship, I guess. What's the burden of that religion, that tokenism, that superstitious temple thing? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's hard to pin down, but I think it's very different in different generations. So like older generations, it's very much a part of their their lifestyle and particularly you know at, at certain times of the year like new year's and uh there's this particular festival in summer like you do all the things that you're supposed to do and the spirits come to visit and you have to make sure you send them off so they don't hang around and all that kind of stuff like in the older generations that's very much part of their everyday life but the mm. younger generations in japan if you ask them if they're religious they'll say no some mm. of them won't even know the difference between Buddhism and Shintoism. Well, most of them won't. And they can't even really tell you anything about it. But they'll still often go to the, the shrine to, to pray for their exams because, you know, you still want to do well in your exams. So you might, you might as well do it anyway. And, you know, you go to the temple that's good for matchmaking because, you know, you want to find a good husband or wife. And a lot of it is more sightseeing. But then while you're there, on, you just kind of be safe on the safe side and buy your little um, good luck charms or fortunes or whatever. Mm. Yeah, so for most people it's not this central thing in life that weighs them down that they feel like they've got to keep the spirits happy and stuff. No, I mean there are people who definitely have that experience but I would say probably most younger people, like university students that I work with, um, when I meet their non-Christian friends, that's not really foremost in their mind. It's just, it's just part of being Japanese. It's just kind of part of the culture, really. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we've kind of touched on this a little bit already, but what are, what are the burdens of Japanese culture that are similar to the burdens of Australian culture? And, um, you know, what, what are the differences i guess are there some things we can learn from you uh, kelly that you observe in our culture that maybe we're blind to that's a bit dangerous <laughs> i don't know about burden, burdens let me think i think the australian dream that you have to own your own house and you know it has to be a relative size i think well i think that can be an idol but i think it's also a burden like it's a burden in lots of ways. Um, not only is it financially tough, uh, it also then means you're restricted in what you can do. Having lived yep. in Japan now for so long, seeing uh, what's like small places people can actually live in and still be reasonably happy. Like it's not, I actually, the apartment I moved into last year is actually smaller than the one I lived in before, um, which when people like hear that, they're like, what? You moved somewhere smaller? Why didn't you move somewhere bigger? I'm like, because I don't need any bigger. I'm yeah, always struck when I come back to Australia how big people's houses are. <laughs> are there um, other uncomfortable truths, uncomfortable challenges for us? Things that might cause us to 
lean on them rather than on Jesus and look to them for the rest and for the contentment rather than to Jesus, the only one who can actually bring us that. Yeah, I think that's probably the big one. Well, I think we've covered a fair bit of ground. We got a bit of an update of where you're up to and we've looked and talked a little bit about culture and Matthew's gospel and burdens and the rest that Jesus brings and you've also had a chance to kind of challenge us. Thanks so much Kelly for joining the New Life at Home podcast for this week. It was great to have you. Thanks for having me. It's been great. You've been listening to the New Life at Home podcast with Tim. Next week I'll be chatting with Alex Jones. She's going to be sharing her story with us.